artists are giving it away for free. Zoom calling and Amy Reed's listener letter. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Here we are again, my lovely, lovely friend. I have changed my setup and it stinks because I've been doing so many of these goofy calls. I... um started putting tape over my webcam just because I'm using so many different interfaces with so many different clients. I thought, you know what? I don't, I don't need, need you to see all of this. <laughs> I this don't is quarantine need, I don't, me. I don't, I, I look fine, but I don't know what angle you're seeing me from. And I've, you know, no. I sort of lose track of when you're doing something. Do you know? Look up it's, my nostrils. Yes. Or, well, <laughs> look honestly, down my shirt. Yes. I've got a couple of look down my shirts because when you sit there and you sort of your your I slouch. I sit on a sofa a lot of times when I'm doing these work from home jams, and so you get a laptop on your lap, and then your top does a flop, and then you got. But then you shift. Once you shift to move around, they're like all in the tit, like they're way called, in the boob. It's called duct tape to the rescue. So I just I put a little piece of blue painter's tape. And anyway, long story to here. So I've been moving around a little bit. So I'm back. So I used to have all of my, when I would podcast in my office, I had everything all set up the way that I like it. And that really hasn't changed too much. But I did remove the sort of vertical setup where I used to put the laptop because it, it was a flattering angle and all the rest of it. So now it's just sitting on the desk and sitting on the desk. I can see behind me as I'm talking to you and I can see all the shishes that's in frame that usually it's another reason for the tape. Right, all the shishes that's in frame. You've got behind you a beautiful tapestry that you've hung from from years ago. And my best and favorite part about this tapestry is it's it's sort of a radiating pattern from the center. So when you sit in front of it, you look like some sort of Christian icon or Renaissance woman. You know, it's like you've got these holy beams behind you, and this being Holy Week. Yeah, I've never been called a Christian icon before. Well, that but is you a new honestly, one. you look exactly like um, she's on the cover of Adobe. Oh, this is horrifying. Venus, is it? Is it the one coming out of the shell? Is it Portrait of Venus who's coming out of the shell? Um, your fire, your desire. With the with the curly hair, kind of a wafting in the wind. That's how you appear. And meanwhile, I've got a bullhorn and some gold twine right behind me. So. Not the same. I do, I do like the orange bullhorn. You said um, <laughs> that as we if, are in... As if I need more amplification ever. <laughs> Yo, I see that every time we podcast, and I wonder to whom are you, at whom are you screaming through that Stop bullhorn? It. Stop it. But then it. I thought it must be like a lacrosse thing. And No, I would just stand on the front porch back in the day when the kids were who knows where in the neighborhood, and I was tired of losing my voice, and they don't listen to me anyway. So I would stand on the front porch with the bullhorn, and I would, you know, report to me immediately and I would list out their names and then turn on the little siren. It comes with a siren. And then they would, you know, you wait. Is this it's a like, true story? Yes. I also use it in the morning when they're not moving fast enough because um, I'm tired of yelling up the steps. So I'll lean. Dear on listener, the... we're not kidding. There's an orange bullhorn sitting yeah. behind her that she I have uses... three boys. What do you think happens in this house? They don't do nothing. For me. Oh, oh, no. We don't parent that way. We parent through shame. Not, I mean, but they're we're not shameless. sports family. 
No, they're shameless. They're shameless. And the only other alternative is for me to physically go up the steps. So bullhorn it is. Yeah, I don't. Why should I walk when I can? Why I can be noisy through a handheld device that they despise and immediately come running. I totally agree. I totally agree. You had mentioned that this is. Sorry, honey. You had mentioned that this is a holy week. It, and is. it is. I mean, it for is. for is. everyone, is. this is holy week. Your your <laughs> last supper is our shitty seder, and. It's and, not always, yeah. though, right? It's not. They don't always overlap and line up, do they? Or do they 100% always? They I usually do. Okay. We usually okay. have Passover during spring break, which ends with Easter. Right. But my point is that's it's just by happenstance. It's not it is 100% always on the same day. No, it's just it's most of the time it, it works out that way is another way right. to say it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Bingo. Bango. Um, it is crazy when these holidays and all things religious religious which are meant oh you have your this is from a hundred years ago i just looked up on the up on the bookshelf oh there's another one over there i take every i've totally jacked this but because i'm showing it to you in the video and you stop to talk about it so i plucked a cross that i have fashioned while sitting in the pew in Palm Sunday, they hand out palm fronds, and they're they're green, and they've just been blessed. And so, well, they're not really green. They're they're just very pliable and still fresh. And you sit there, and you fold them and braid them and plate them into all sorts of little decorative items. And then you maybe keep one or two. And so I've been keeping them for many moons. So I'm looking up into my, I've got a wall of bookshelves in my office, and I just happen to glance. I can see three more on the shelves. There, one, there happened to be one on the wall right behind me. I did not go and get palms this year so this one is very old and brittle as you can see when I squoze it well we started talking earlier about how this week and and religion in general it's really not a solo activity which kind of like exercise class is probably why I'm not a huge fan um I like the independent stuff (laughs) uh but you have a really hard time doing a community activity when everybody is told to stay six feet apart and churches and synagogues are closed and it's not the same Zoom congregationally. Um, And you had said your church, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a church, yep. (laughs) That's what what we are. That's where we are. That's where we worship. Um, they did something interesting for handing out those palms this year. They surely did. They they got m- well more than six feet apart, blessed everything in advance as you have to, and they did a drive-through palming. So they had so you everybody. Can get, you can get COVID checked <laughs> and and your fresh palms for for the holiday. So they stood out in the parking lot and they had a procession of cars, and they everybody went very very slowly. And the folks would walk up to the the Monsignor and others would walk up to the car with the palms that had been blessed and they would distribute them into the car. I didn't go. I didn't I honestly didn't know they were doing this, even though they sent me about 8000 emails. I figured I would look at the stuff, uh, look at the service as it was simulcast from someplace. But I got to be honest with you, I I, Palm Sunday kind of makes me sad anyway. So it's a tough one. It's always tough. There's a whole lot of ritual that's great. And baked into it, but it also for me makes me really sad in in ways that don't liturgically even make a lot of sense or necessarily matter. In the, in the same way that I get really sad when I see people right now posting something that's supposed to be optimistic and hopeful. They're posting these memory jars of all the things that you you know wistfully are thinking. Gosh, we can't do that today. You know what? Write it on a post-it, put it in the jar, and when this is over, 
will open the jar and go do these things. And I can't even say it right now with getting choked up because I feel like it's so maudlin. I just, I don't find that hopeful at all. I find that sickeningly sad. So clearly something's touched in me to have that response, but that's a little bit like what Palm Sunday is. So I stayed away. Is that the ultimate put a pin in it kind of thing? Is that the little circle back to put a pin in? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's not making the best of it. I feel like it's hanging on to the loss for me. It's put it in a jar. You're ne- you can't have it at all. So what we're going to do is cling to the can't have. We're going to delay and hang on to the can't have. Instead of looking around, for me it would be, yeah, we can't go to the beach right now. So what can we do today that is better Why don't you go stand than? in the driveway at 75 degrees and I'll hose you off and you can scream like just, a bitch. You, just anything. I don't, I don't know. And again, it's... We That's all we all have our weird weird quirks, but that I, I just ugh. so anyway. So I didn't go and participate in the Palm Sunday. I probably would have if I'd known I could do the drive through. But what, eh, what I, I want to know is: is this you're going to prove to us that it's really just as simple as watching the Ten Commandments followed by Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> and calling it a week? Like, do we really need to gather in such a way of of modeling expression of of depression of ritual ritual can we make it our new ritual that first we watch 10 commandments you know old old school and then we watch jesus christ superstar and then we all eat a big meal i mean fine the jews still can't have bread and we will be matzing for for seven days but can't we just let theater take us where it where it's meant to take us and fulfill our requirements that way well if you are a catholic you are, and this is a quote heard around the world, you are living the lentiest Lent you have ever Lented. Lent is this period where you're preparing your body and your mind and your spirit and your soul for the rebirth, the rejuvenation, the second coming, right? Everything, everything, is, everything is happening fresh and anew. So you spend this whole period in preparation and it's about, it's about sacrifice. So, and many cultures have, religious traditions have the same sort of a thing. So, mm, I don't know, staying in your house because you're going to get touched and dead if you have to walk down the street to get you some hamburgers. I, I feel like I feel like we're, we got Lent knocked up. We know what's happening. I'm going to eat some fucking chocolate bunnies when the day come, and it ain't that far off. That's really another not. thing. Well, that's another thing. I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I pre-stocked up to make sure that I had just snacks and treats for Easter celebration for the family, even to the point where... Uh, two weeks ago, I bought specific ingredients and then hid them so that I could make Easter dishes. Just thinking, you know, well, it might be hard to get or who knows what's going to happen. Just have it and then you don't have to worry about it. And now I'm looking around like, dang, we're not even supposed to go to the supermarket for, you know, I don't know, milk. Things that are normal. So it's it's getting tight. It's getting tight. But um, I'm also doing this this weird homesteading thing where... My husband and I are both small business people. We are in no way on the front lines of this, but we are also really affected by it. So my one of my coping mechanisms is I love to cook. I do. I love it. So this was a great opportunity to try out lots of recipes. And it also turned into this thing where if you run out of something, instead of going to the market, I know how to make that. So what that has become, instead of this great, relaxing, really loving, nurturing gesture on my part, is another fucking full-time job where I have to magically stretch, you know, bullshit bread dough into 18 different knotted, yeasted horse ass that I'm going to, I mean, what the fuck? Now I'm cooking every single fucking meal to the point where these little fucks, they somehow forget 
that they're not in a gourmet restaurant because they're looking at me like, mm, I don't know, these pretzels aren't, they didn't really rise that much. The homemade fucking soft pretzels that I made in the middle of the week just for your fucking lunch at, at you know, because I thought let's have a treat instead of something else. Because that's the other thing. They don't fucking eat. They don't fucking eat regular lunch food. There's not a one of them that'll eat a damn sandwich. So whenever we have a field trip, they they show up looking like the homelessest people because they've got in there like sliced up pepperoni and some cheese and an apple because they won't eat anything. And when they go to the school cafeteria, I told you they have fucking Bobby Flay week up in the cafeteria. So they they have all their choices. Well, the Caesar salad bar wasn't that great today. I'm like, why don't you go fuck yourself? You know, you horribles. Anyway, it's just ridiculous. The amount of extra work in terms of cooking hasn't turned into this blissful little little house on the prairie thing. It would be if I would just do one or two meals or it would be if anybody would appreciate it besides me, but it's none of those things are happening. So what you're saying is you've raised ungrateful children. Is that what you're saying? I have not because raised I them can't, that way. I can't relate to anything you're saying. I have not raised them that way. They have somehow thwarted all of the soaked Good in, raising. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is 100%. I'm going to trump it. This is 100% their fault. This is not my fault. Not your fault. That's right. Uh, in a couple of days, we have... They're from Paso- the prior administration. They're not... <laughs> right. We have Passover starting in a couple of days, and there's a ritual meal involved there. And my family, Stuart's family, my sister-in-law always prepares this meal. Sometimes we're in Florida. We were expecting to be in Florida this year, and as you can see, we are not. And I have to make a meal. The whole family wants to Zoom they all want to get together and, and have a Seder on Zoom. I think we're going to do that, too. But ours has nothing to do with a Seder. I mean, Seder is participatory. It's right. Break it down it for is. me. Because I think I know. I'm sure I don't know. So fucking tell me about the Seder. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, it's a ritual meal. I guess it's the last supper. It's a ritual meal where we talk about the story of once again, Jews are being persecuted and how they triumphed. We eat foods that represent different there's a seder plate that represent different aspects of the holiday uh an egg for spring the shank bone uh like all the oh they have a dish called haroset which is clearly my favorite it is do you know what it is i do and a hundred years ago on this podcast i was calling something jewish pico de gallo and what i actually meant was haroset because i had we had some friends staying with us that's what you were talking about and she brought all of her own food so that they could either keep kosher or just do whatever they needed to do. And, and oh, my gosh. And she put it out. And I, I was like, oh, wow. It is like a little, it's like a, it's all chopped up, choppity chop chop, but it's delicious. It's dicey chopped up apples, wine, and walnuts. And the, the wine soaks into the apples and the walnuts. And it's just fucking delicious. So, and you make it, I mean, other people make it different ways over the course of wherever it's morphed. But that's the traditional basis for the uh, mortar that helped the Jews build uh, stone, mortar, stone, more so instead of eating rocks, we eat horoset instead. <laughs> Yay! Um, and, and spring and the whole celebration. So it's this whole ritual meal and everybody takes a turn going around a table reading out of a special book called a Haggadah. You're all Jews. I wondered what that was. I kept seeing that word and I was like, I don't know how to pronounce it or even what it is, but I'm going to keep watch. Well, you're Jewish now, so you (laughs) should know. I've just converted you between the kids B'nai Mitzvah and learning the story of Passover. You're there. (laughs) 
So, so we would all need, as it is now, there's so many people who sit at a table, Maxwell House, you know, the coffee, Maxwell House, they used to give out, it's a very Jewishy company, I suppose, um, at its origin, and they would give out Haggadot, uh, these, these books of this service with a coffee when you would buy it. So you would buy a lot of coffee and get a full set. So you'd sit around the table and then somebody else had fancy ones that they brought. So you would, ha- it's basically the same thing, but you could be on a different page. And when you go and sit at a big family meal with 20 some people, not everybody's got the same book. So you're like shuffling around, finding the page they're on, doing the next reading. It's my turn next. Who knows where I'll be? Kind of exciting to be able to sit around your own table and now they want to Zoom Nobody has a Haggadah in any other house but well, the one that no, hosts. Well, no, I'm so glad you said that because I also, every year, I don't know why I would have even clued into this in years before this one, something went around where it was like the hip, I wouldn't have even know how to set it, say it, the hip Haggadot. Yeah. And it was like, get a book if you don't, even if you don't practice, get one if you do this, get one if you're, you know. This There's a Hamilton big. version. Did you see that? Is that what no, you're talking about? No, this was, this was, I didn't even know what the fuck it was and they were giving it out for free. So I thought, well, they're. Because it was promoted as if they were selling it. Like it was that sophisticated, pulled together, branded. And I'm like, you put a lot of effort into some free shit. So who you who you trying to what? Like I didn't even know what it was. But I just, generationally, it could be there forever with what they've made and they've hyped and sold oh, and whatever for you. I didn't give so, it away for free. Yeah. So there's different ways to track through this the ritual, the ceremony, the prayer. Like what's there the book? Are some do? of these tell me, tell me. Well, some of the books are are female centered and female empowerment. Like the last few years they had, you that's know. what this deal was. That was her. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But there were fun ones. And, and when the kids were little, we had Sammy, the spider, you know, Sammy, the spider, he's one of the kids books. Yeah. He did. He does all the holidays. He does Halloween and next day he does Passover. So we had Sammy, <laughs> the spider, like there are thousands of them and we're not going to be on the same page and we're all going to, it's going to turn ugly really fast. But I do have to say, it's it's kind of like there's another holiday Purim where it's the law to get drunk, right? You just drink, drink, drink. This one you have to go through four, maybe I don't know who, which book you're in, five glasses of wine. You There's a point where you raise, you toast, you drink, 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 refill the glasses. It's written right there in the book. Refill the glass, refill the glass. I'm like, all right, if you insist. And you have you had, you've had Passover wine, right? You've had. Sadly, I I have. I believe it's manufactured by some sort of a person called Manischewitz. It is, yeah. And yeah. it's sweet as can be. It's like candy. It's not really. In fact, wouldn't it be great to pour that into an ice cube tray? Freeze that and put that like in your wine or put that in your vodka or put that in your, oh, in your vodka. Why? Do you have, must it be Manischewitz? Is that part of the tradition? Well, or is it's that... kosher wine. There's good kosher wine, but I, uh, I'm not really a drinker in the first place, but I'll have like a, depending depending on how bad this Zoom call goes, I'll have like a little glass of vodka and I'll throw some wine things in. And my kids now are getting alcohol curious. Oh. Let's go through that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Your oldest goes yeah, through that? Yeah, yeah, but he, he turned freakishly, uh, what do they call it, straight edge? Yeah, so he's he's kind of a fuddy-duddy. And the other one, if unchecked, probably would be swinging from the chandeliers like Sia. So Your middle gotta, one, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, we, yeah so we, he, is, he is carefully checked, but the, the top one is uh, likes to walk around at parties and like take drinks out of people's hands. He's kind of ridiculous. So. Mine said to me the other night, can I have a beer with dinner? <laughs> Oh, is the answer 100% no? I mean, where did you land on this? Did you say it, yes? 
It I'm wasn't super 100% curious. I'm super no. curious. I'm super curious because we have a friend with a vastly different policy, and I'd love to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Um. So previously, when Stuart and I were having a drink, he could try. They they both. She's not interested. They could both try whatever we're drinking. I don't really want to. I'd like to demystify alcohol because the more you're told no, 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 the more you want it. So. I said, sure, you could try. You could try. He would prefer probably to try mine because they're non-beery drinks. But he kind of, I think, because, you know, Stu drinks piss water beers that you could see through. The more you could see through it, the more he likes it. I, didn't, I didn't actually remember that, but that, that super fucking fits. <laughs> right? Right? They would hand us. They'd hand us a Guinness and a drink with an umbrella, and then the the waiter walks away, and Stuart and I switch drinks. Like that's how that's how we roll in this house. So last night I said, "Yeah, go ahead. You can have a you can have a beer." So he had a Corona. Everybody, I think, didn't they say Corona stopped producing beer for they a did, while? They did. They did. Those poor fucks. Right. They'll be, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be finer than the rest of us. Will be fucking fine. What idiot really what I mean, I need to know what <laughs> idiot really feels that this virus has anything to do with the beer. Uh, oh. Tell me, because I, I would like to know if you are a listener and you feel like that beer company in somewhere, Colorado, where are they based out of uh, Golden, Colorado? I don't, no. I don't think I don't think that is Corona. I think that's Coors. I Corona. I don't um, know who Corona is. Well, Corona might be their own people. Mexican, Mexican, Mexican beer. If <laughs> you're welcome. I don't know. I feel like beer is I feel like I don't I think I would have said no. I I I'm you more Yeah, I'm more inclined to say and that's not even true. I was going to say I'm more inclined to say you can have a glass of wine. I wouldn't. I would say you can have a sip of wine. I have had and said you can have a sip of wine and usually the face is like, "Hmm, not sure why you're drinking that." You know. So, it's been fine, but to I don't know. I said yes. So he had a he had a beer with dinner. What was his response to it? Was he like, hey, great. I can't wait for dinner again tomorrow. Like, how did you yes. feel after the? OK, that was his <laughs> response to it. I said, you know, you're fucking 16 and a half, right? Like, I got yeah. really mad that he expected a beer the next tonight at dinner. Yeah. And I said no. But then, you know, in the refrigerator downstairs, we got a couple of White clam, white claw. They can't. Hopefully they're not. Hopefully they're not white clam douche nozzle because that is not (laughs) what you want to drink. Soup for all the reasons. For all four reasons, you don't don't want a white clam douche (laughs) nozzle. That's not the drink for you. (laughs) Just super not. Or anyone. Thank (laughs) you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a hard pass on that one. Just say no. Nancy says that's a noich. Just say noich. So (laughs) so yeah. So I got mad and I'm like. Um, no, it's not a regular thing. I let you have a beer. Move on. And then, uh, so he had a Guinness. <laughs> but that's not even beer, honestly. It's not. I mean, it's, it's such a snack. Such, it's so low alcohol content. It's like drinking a soda. I said, do you want me to get you a fork for that Guinness? Because your, <laughs> fa- your father needs a straw and an umbrella for his beer. Would you like Stop. a fork? Um, I had a sip of his. It was actually pretty good. I forgot how much I liked Guinness. Uh, I can't drink it because I have that Jew stomach, and after a while, mm, can't really have any of that stuff. It's uh, like, I see how it is. Okay. Like old man insides. Um, but I'm curious. You said you have a friend that has a very different view of letting your teenager have a beer with dinner. Yeah, I have quite a few friends who are who are not only it, – it ranges, right? We have some who their response was to beef up 
the home security system so there are cameras trained on every alcohol storage area of the entire home. And so it's a 24-7 lockdown. We know exactly what's happening. And then we have others who say, party's going to be at our house because at least we know the kids won't be driving. We're going to do it here. Well, so that's they pro- illegal. They I provide, mean, that's- yeah. So it's the full range of you do not get to spell the word alcohol all the way down to one another. And I've been in, I've been in, in situations where it's an adult party and the teens will come wandering through and, you know, the, the picture is being passed around and it's like, well, it's one thing to, I think it's one thing to look the other way. I don't know that it's great, period. It is still one level of removed to look the other way when if the kid's going to make the choice, we're all at a party. There's nothing that can be happening. You know, you sort of can rationalize. It is we're stuck at home. It's an unusual time. We'll do this one thing. It's a control. Like you come up with all of these scenarios. That's very different to me than, um, hey, do you guys want another? And here it is. Crack pour. Like I feel like that's and I've got I've got a lot of friends who are in the crack pour. I would never. <laughs> They're crack in the crack pour. They're in the crack pour. Drink, drink, no problem. Of I would never ages, give my of all ages, not just high school kids, middle school kids, middle. I would school never kids. give my friends' kids or well, my kids' friends. And alcohol. I don't. Yeah, that's, and I don't know if that's more of like a a global, uh, cultural. Just they're just not from America, so it's like okay, this is we grew up where it's really who cares? It's not really where's, a big deal. Where's so, that? Uh, the the one is just i don't want to call them out too hard so i will say european country okay so yeah but it was like this was this was our background so let's go so and they smoke i I mean they smoke too so it's like okay so well i mean it's just it's cigarettes yeah Mm -hmm. sure so i kind of want to demystify the whole alcohol thing but i think it could turn into a runaway train the other way like uh just because i said it's okay to have it with dinner doesn't mean we're hanging out at four o'clock in the afternoon you're shooting hoops with your dad and now's a good time for a beer it is, but not for you because you're still 16 and get a your, half. Yeah, get yourself a graduate degree and buy the beer and then maybe I will. He also makes the comments to me like, 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 let's get high or, or like, I said, oh, really? How would we do that? Um, That you know of. <laughs> like, That's would, right. Would, That's yeah. right. <laughs> how would we do? Like, what are you talking about? I think he's just testing me and that's fine. Test away. I'll pass your fucking test. Um, but I am getting a little, um, I'm getting a little panicky. Like I'm, and I don't want to know it, but well, don't listen to this. Uh, it's, the, it's the, it gets really shaky and really weird really quick when you start looking at these babies who now have a set of keys that they can use to power a vehicle to kill themselves and many others anytime yeah. they want. And it's, then they have, you know, a job where they're earning money that goes into a bank account that you don't actually even know about it's just they're they're doing their babies and they're doing adult things and it's and i've right. honestly the the one that comes into stark focus not to bring it all the way back around to something super not fun but it's my darling niece of my many darling nieces she's an emergency room um she's more than a tech but i don't really know what her specific is so i'll call her a tech she's actually running the cat scan machine to do tests to confirm whether people have coronavirus. So the test that they're doing is, you know, bink a bank a bunk. Now we're going to do a CAT scan on your lungs to confirm. So she's the one who's seeing all the germy creepy all day long. That's her job all day long, all day long. I have, I, I'm sure that I know how old she is, but she's like nine years old and she's in, she's in the <laughs> emergency room doing this shit. And I'm like, you need to just fucking quit that job. 
I mean, you know, it's I don't know how much safer you are at the fucking shop right these days. Still, she's a baby. She's a baby. She's a, they're babies. They're babies doing this. I hate it. So when they're not babies and well, they are actual babies and they're still under your roof and they do have that little salary coming in and they do have the keys in the hand. And you just took out. I just took out of the freezer. Remember those those ice pops? Yes. The freezer pops? But yes. Well, you get them in like a bundle at the at, it used to be 7-Eleven and then you like icy, I think. And you keep them in the cooler somehow. Yeah. Yes. You put them in the freezer, all colors. I only like the purple. I like the green. Right. Red. Red. Well, they they make them alcoholic now. <gasps> or, as, or as Mallory used to say when she was a little alcoholic. I love um, alcoholics. So I had <laughs> last night I They're had a sour people. apple. Sour apple vodka martini in a frozen thing, right? <laughs> and Ethan said, can I try that? Yeah, sure. You can try a this. Sip. A sip is not a here, go well, get no. you one. And you me know too. it's in that tube. It's not even a sip. It's in that frozen tube. So he, of, you just got a tube and slurped one down then? No, I gave him a, t- t- I like put my thumb on the ice thing and I squeezed it into his mouth. He's like, that's yeah, okay. that's delicious. That's okay. Right. That's that's okay. That's reasonable. Right. But if he had one of those on his own, which I've you, now counted you, them. and You'd kill him. Yeah, he's dead. And then right. he said, like tonight, he said, I'm going to go to Rita's and get yeah. ices for everybody. Okay. And I said, is that how you ask to go to Rita's by telling me you're going? So he went. To, so what if he had had an I like you are not supposed to have anything alcoholic here, alcoholic. And here is why, because you're a dope and you don't think I'm going to go get in a car right now and I'm going to drive to do something nice for our family. You don't know what under the influence is. You don't know. You can't even walk a straight line. You don't have control of your body. Or your mind sometimes, because I heard the way you talked to me today and some of this control (laughs) over their mind would never have said that shit to me. So so to have lack of judgment, which is completely not their fault till you're 25, your brain is still developing. I'll give you 21, but till 25, your brain is still developing. It's not your fault. Know better. Know that I know better. And no, you can't have this shit or give me your fucking keys. Like, it's just, it's terrifying. Being a parent fucking sucks. And being a parent in a pandemic where you can't leave the house. Well, I got to say, it really shocks me that, that you have such a lenient and liberal alcoholic policy uh, on the sampling of minute portion sizes of this prohibitive drink. Because I'm, I'm, I'm much more conservative than you are when it comes to that and I don't know that I'm more conservative than you on anything so that's a real <laughs> parenting wise right parent yeah well what else could there be <laughs> the world I mean I'm not everything. well I mean yeah no I don't know I yeah I don't know I put on my tattoo sleeve for you I love it I've been watching you do it I love those tattoo sleeves so it's a it's a it's a very thin like, like a nylon a thin nylon-esque but it's fully printed so that when you slide it up uh, like a cuff, it goes all the way up under your short sleeve and then down to your wrist. So it looks like you had an entire sleeve of tattoos all up and down your arm. And we had a guy that I worked with who used to wear one of those from time to time. He had two. So he looked like he just one day busted it out. And I was so impressed. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was telling everybody about it. I wanted to buy it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing. I think it's so great. And, of course, I was in the creative department. And so all the dudes that I hung around with are just too cool for school. And so many of whom had the starts of sleeves or, or had their own tattoos and all sorts of nethers. Anyway, so I was mentioning it to them like, it's not the coolest thing ever. And they go, yeah, but like, you know, 
if you really want people to think you have a sleeve, can't you just like get, get one? Get a sleeve, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, whatever. No, I just think it was cool. I mean, I also think it's kind of cute. It's probably sickening that I'm going to say this. They have them for babies, like they put them on onesies, so it's a little it's black, adorable. a little no, black onesie, and then they can have the sleeves. Oh, I just think that is so it's super adorable. cute. But how are we allowed to say that? Because isn't that just John Benet Ramseying the kids? Aren't we just adulticizing them? No. 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 Okay, so sleeves on babies, great. Bring Don't it. get me started on the whole Jean Benet thing because child it's creep- abuse. It's creepy and gross. It's child well, abuse. anyway, it's a slippery uh, slurp. Anyway. All right, so I'm going to be, you have no way out of it. I'm going to be zooming Seder with Stuart's whole family. Well, I think you're going to get away. I think you're going to have a clean getaway. My loving sister has also brought this idea up, and I think it's a great idea. I am a little dubious as to how excellent it's going to be. But we don't have the play at home game. Easter is just, right. it's just, you just eat. You're happy. When you finally sit down to Easter dinner, it's because you've done all the woohoo. God, it's up and he's walking around, bring it. Yeah, give me them eggs. So it's time to eat, right? We don't, we don't have like steps and mortar to eat. We did instant mortar. We did (laughs) instant, who says that? We did Instacart again and we had some stuff delivered. Uh, They tell you they could have it to you in a week. I'm like, well. Wednesday's our day, so I'm going to need it before the week, Mark. And we asked for like a two-plus-pound brisket. Guess what they don't have? Oh, God. So I did read online this. Some rabbi wrote, it's all right not to to do the full thing for Pat. We, we all know. God knows. I'm like, God knows. Oh, so they're already they're already getting in front of it and saying, you yeah. could give yourself a break. Yeah. Let your son have a corona and just Basically. don't worry it. Yeah. Just Basically. don't worry. Yeah. So I'm taking that even further. <laughs> and I'm saying no Zoom call. <laughs> we're, I'm saying we don't need to Zoom. We got our shit tight Aww. here. And we have ground beef and I can use my little, I can make sweet and sour sweet and sour meatballs that'll be our 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 sauce and we'll all break out the cardboard i mean matzah and and it'll be fine it'll be fine we'll make baked potatoes instead of boiled potatoes and broiled i thought you had to fry stuff isn't this oh that's hanukkah that's hanukkah yeah everything's in oil but uh, we'll figure it out we'll we'll do as 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 the best we can. That's what we're going to do. And that will have to be good enough because it is every other year. So Manish Chanat, why should tonight be any different than any other night? I always thought that was the Hanukkah jam. No. It, does Elijah come to this one too? Or does he, is Elijah he crap comes out? to this one. You okay. put a glass of wine. This is, you know how everybody has that mystical something. We put that in the middle of the table and somehow it disappears. It evaporates. Yes. Elijah yes. comes. I want to know who drank that glass for the, my entire existence. Of Ethan. Year after year. Ethan drank it. Oh, probably this year it will be Ethan. I, I think we have a really big bottle of Manischewitz wine. And I think the four of us are going to get liquored up. Jiminy crack horse. Hey, uh, this is uh, just for us, dear listeners. This is the episode you don't have to share with anybody else before the authorities are at my hey, house thanks. next week. Hey, taking thanks. Me hey, away. thanks. Hey, thanks. No, I mean, we all have we all have our secrets, especially during this during this time. My secret is that I'm sitting here mainlining these chocolate salted caramels that my husband was super sweet enough to throw on to his business Costco order by the pallet load. So we have massive little bits of sweetie treaty candies because ordinarily I would be waking up early. I would be I have I'd be waking up early. I would be going to exercise class. I would be drinking all sorts of 
Vegemite, Healthy, co- yeah, uh, yeah, collagen laden, all the good. I, no, that shit is out the window. It is tortilla chips for breakfast and sleeping in, and the sleeping in in the form of I'm getting up at seven a.m. instead of five forty-five. Have not they do all the shit on Zoom? I don't do a single Zoom class. I've let all that hard work, and I, I don't feel physically feel great. I know that I actually feel great when I do all that work, but keeping that shit going with everything else, I'm like, nah, no. I'm having I'm having some chocolate coping mechanism and fuck off. So did you have that Costco delivery sent to you or did you go get it? Correct. We have a we have Costco um, business account, which is just means that they'll deliver and ordinarily they'll deliver within a day. So and all of the, all those bets are off. Honestly, we did a Costco delivery two weeks ago and it took about that long and the stuff was drop shipped in a box separately. So it hasn't okay. even hasn't even all arrived. But okay. yeah, but. I, we've not ventured out. I honestly, I, I don't want to be, you know, preachy deechy here, but I really am and have been going way out of my way to not even order stuff because if I'm not willing to go out and do it, I, I feel like it's only one step removed to have somebody else doing it. It's still better to have somebody else do it because you can at least get the stuff sanitized and all the rest of it and blah, blah, blah. And give a job to somebody who needs to and work. And give a job to somebody who needs to work. But at the same time, we've got this woman who's, she honestly, she's a freelancer. She's not a freelancer. She's a producer. She produces television commercials, TV shoots, uh, you know, print shoots, all the rest of it. Out of work, looking for something to do, and came up with this notion outside of everybody else who's making masks and all the rest of it, God bless you, God love you, she is doing personal shopping. I will go to Trader Joe's. I will go to the places where others don't have Instacart. Just give me your order. It's $20, and then you're going to pay me by the hour or this or that or the other, like a $20 flat, and I'll deliver it. And people are going AP over this. But I'm thinking, okay, but now patient zero is just wandering all over town. Like, I don't know. There is no easy answer. There's no easy answer because I don't feel great employing her to do something that's inherently risky even though she is raising every limb that she has saying please please hire me so i don't i don't i don't have a good place to fall on that one do you want to hear something funny yes well i'll tell you about my instacart experience in a second but you're like patient zero i had a conversation today there was another um acapella group on campus called the deltones yes i know them yes i know them do you know that two four six like six deltones tested positive <laughs> are you fucking kidding me do you mean like not our people you mean like now current deltones no our people our ben actual our actual ben. adult well, we got to say so what we're talking about dear listener if you are new to the cast or you're just not really clicking in that much to what we do we are friends <laughs> from the university of delaware and of the many activities we engaged in acapella singing was one and there were rival groups there much like rival gangs ours being the knifiest <laughs> ours being the knifiest and the del tones were a co-ed group that sprang up uh to fill the void and they filled it with covid because evidently <laughs> six of them have now infectified themselves so how um, do they get tests those fucks they always got all the good resources we never get shit so Meredith and her husband. Oh, fuck. Well, they're in New York. Ben. Ben and Matt. They're in um, New York, too, right? They're in Philly. Oh, same they're thing. They're in Philly. Um, I think Gooch and her husband. Oh, God, two, no. Two, four, six. 
And I think I think he said someone else. So if you know these people, we love you and feel feel and don't amazing lick them soon. This week. Yeah, don't lick them this week. No, I'm sure they're doing the right thing, but I just want them to feel good because they are awesome and young and 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 will did they be did they great. get it did they get it and go into a hospital I asked I said they tested positive and he said yep they all tested positive I'm like that fucking they went somewhere to get a test oh my mother even said to me I'm going there's a new place that opened and I'm thinking <laughs> for me I'm thinking it's the goods. Bronx Zoo Melissa <laughs> it's the Bronx Zoo and I'm getting a test they're in Florida now um it's the I don't want her. Zoo. I don't want her to be sick or to talk that way. Well, she said there's a new there's a new place that opened for testing. Well, first she said there's a new place that opened, and I was like baked goods, and she's like no testing, and like Rah. so <laughs> she's going tomorrow. She has an appointment oh God, in the morning oh God, oh God. to go get tested because because that's I have what I you come do. from a world of histrionics. Yeah, that's so, what you do. That's what you do. That's what you do. It's complicated. I it's would complicated. like to have a test because, because, because I would like to be able to start donating plasma and be part of those trials and do all that other stuff. None of these are options for me. So for now, I just behave as if I currently have it, even though I'm fairly confident I did have it. My husband thinks I'm full of it and crazy. Um, doesn't really matter. I want everybody in the house. That's my mandate. We're going to behave like we all have it. And they get furious because then they want to go into these long drawn out. Well, if we all already have it, then I've already given it to you. and I don't have to wash my hands again. I'm like, no, you have to wash your hands because God knows you've probably been sticking them places that I'm not going to mention on this podcast. So wash them pig and also wash them again. Cause gross and PS sickening. So we got, we got a shopper on Instacart they go and they shop for you and it's it's live and interactive well we don't have this meat here are the meat choices and she shows me like an empty (laughs) an entirely empty here are the meat choices where it used to be (laughs) and then there's canned none (laughs) right would you like spam (laughs) no no oh so so they were like would you like to choose a replacement and sometimes I said yeah I don't care what crushed tomatoes I get for this sauce you know I need a can of crushed tomatoes a can of puree and well this one isn't sure 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 um this no that's absolutely important I get the stave puff marshmallows I don't want your sketchy store brand marshmallows. yeah yeah nobody nobody wants those weird yeah that's worse than weird matzah Oh, no, nothing's worse than weird matzo. You obviously have not had a bad marshmallow. It's fucking worse. You ever had a vegan? You ever had a vegan marshmallow? Yeah, that's not a marshmallow, though. You have to have gelatin in it. It's like chewing on paper. It's awful. Sponge paper. Yeah, paper would be better. Paper would have flavor. Yes, no. (laughs) Flavor. Ink. You know, all that ink gives flavor. Fucking the Sunday fucking funnies. Okay. It ain't, but it ain't funny. Yeah. So, so she did that no. shop for us. So I also had to like clean off. I don't bleach. I took soap and water on my hands and I did the whole counter and the bags and the, but I, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to be eating things that came from there. I can't, I can't start bleaching things I eat. I think my dear friend, John Buchanan bleaches everything. <laughs> oh, John, John. Before he eats it, which makes me a little nervous that, but now he probably has no taste buds left. The insides of that man are squeaky clean. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just look, let me just say this before we get too far off it. Um, it is worthwhile folks uh, to do a little quick research, Google search. If you're using Bing, then you're probably not a fan of the podcast. Cause why? <laughs> Cause that's really dumb. 
So I would invite you to do a Google search. Or on, ask Jeeves. You can ask Jeeves. You can, you can yeah. Or uh, visit Alta Vista if you're looking for some, for some Yahoo Mail wants to help you. So if you look, Yahoo News with a Z. Yeah, if you wanted to check any of these reputable sources, please do a search for something called Sterile Technique. Watch a video or two and make a decision for yourself how you would like to handle your food coming in and out of your house, even if it's you handling it. There it go. It ranges all the way from really simple akin to washing your hands is a good practice all the way through fucking, you know, ap bleach. apocalypse bunker crazy. So I'm not advocating any of that, but find where you fit and educate yourself because there's always something to learn. Next. Don't be crazy. Did you ever take credit for something for which you are not even a little bit responsible I'm sure that I have. I go out of my way to not do that to a fault. Like, I actually like your go dog out of my so way. So cute. No, I actually. Well, there's. I actually go out of my way to not even get to take the credit for shit that I did do. Like I give away all. Yeah, the that fucking, is you. I, it's a, and I hate it, and I'm trying not to do it. So my dog is so cute now. I get credit for my cute dog. That's not my fucking credit. What do you mean? So I had a Zoom call last week. Oh, we're back with, to Zoom. With um, I, I'm telling you, I've not been in such. Po amazing touch with all of the people that have been in my you life. You really have, I swear. It's, okay. So I had this call with, I would say, 27, 28 of my former campers. Jiminy crack Zoom. You're kidding. I tell, I tell you about this? Mm, probably. Um, like 27 campers and five counselors from those years pop up on this Zoom call that one of one of my campers who now lives in LA and, and he's an actor out there. He's fabulous he organized this thing oh, because he can't go anywhere and he can't do anything he needs and, he needs an audience is what he's doing and yeah. maybe but but when you're at camp and it's that submersion and what john doesn't know from because he went to camp grandma and and you had camp family um you're going to stay at aunt so-and-so's house <laughs> yeah shut up just do what she says right that kind of thing well, we had camp where you got to know these people wildly intimately, like really intimately, besides the fact that everybody hooked up with everybody else. And then the next summer you like switch partners and two of them actually were married. It was the cutest thing in the world. Aww. They're so cute. I, I, I love these kids. P.S. These kids this year all turned 40. <laughs> so what the fuck? In my Those heart. Those are kids. They were okay. 15 when I had them. So I told they're all wildly successful wildly gorgeous wildly amazing like they are just so here I am watching them and they're like let's do that popcorn game we do where you know how you read something and popcorn and you say someone else's name and it pops to them so we have three screens of faces <laughs> and and they're like tell us what you're doing it's it's been since 1995 that we were all together and it was just going around like what are you doing one in I just couldn't believe how proud I was of them and I am not at all responsible for anything they've become and I, I just I I'm not saying I'm responsible I'm just so full of joy and pride for these people that that's I'm, what it is but that's not taking credit that's that's that weird feeling of pride for something over which you really you have no prideful ownership but you there is no other emotion other than pride it's when you're associated with somebody doing something that's so awesome groovy or they're having such great success and you're connected to them so deeply that you're like oh my god 
do. What it's is you, that? You feel it because it's, but you're not taking it for you. You're actually just sharing their joy so deeply. So it's not, you're, you're proud of them. It's the kind of thing where you're, it's even weird to say, I'm so proud of you because you're like, I know I don't get to say that, but that's the feeling, right? Because They're I- are not physically maybe, my children. Yeah. It's because I, didn't I saw them. you when you were, you were so full of shit and now- there's less shit in you. So that's the pridefulness, right? It's like I've witnessed your journey. <laughs> and and your journey growth you. and your yes. and I love that <laughs> journey for all of them. They looked amazing. They sounded amazing. A, a couple um had a marriage and then a divorce and then this kid and blended families. They have all made such amazing joy out of whatever they were dealt and whatever oh. they were I mean they were just oh and they I mean I did this in two separate camps so I have um I have one kid who's a professor at a college in Canada I, I'm not thrilled that they all blew right past me <laughs> and they all became wild that's the standard what that's the standard now we got to go to Canada and teach people things come on um Stop but it. I have to say, I I couldn't I couldn't be prouder. Like when when I'm watching TV and one of these campers is in one of those TV shows, I'm Yay. like, oh my god, you were just on Grace and Frankie. Like that's pretty cool. Like oh I'm, really? I'm full of pride there. Five of them, whatever. That's became... even that's even more fun when you when you already love the show and then somebody that you love is on it or associated with it. I love when that. You know shit that happens. show FBI. You know that show FBI. No, but I'm sure I should. You, I'm sure you I should, should because it's it's really good. So if you can get CBS, whatever, and, and watch it from the beginning. Um, I'm watching CBS channel, whatever, two here and, and I'm blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, there's Ty, our friend Ty. And I'm like, oh, oh my right. God. Oh, right. Yes. You're going to be the villain in this one. I don't want to watch it. I was like, turn it off. I know he's bad in this. <laughs> like, I don't want my... So the way I'm so proud that he got this great gig, I'm also annoyed that he's, that he's the bad guy. Don't kill him off. Why do you have to be? Yes. Right, to right. Be Couldn't get a three episode arc you had to just do it in the beginning and now you're yeah but it's better than the first time that I saw him on TV when he was in that shooting episode of Grey's Anatomy he was one of the first people who was shot and he died on the table so I mean there are just there you know I was so proud so wildly proud and they it got to me and they're like, oh, come on, Melissa, tell us what's going on. I'm like, I can't. You guys are so amazing. And they're all like, I'm sorry, what? We're going to need an interpreter for that. I said, I'm just sitting here realizing my kids now are the ages you were when you were my campers. That's gross. Right? That's and, gross. And if they turn out to be half as amazing as all of you are, again, Aww. three screens of little Brady Bunch faces, like going through the screen. I will be so happy and so proud because they're all just so amazing. And again, that whole pride thing is ridiculous. It's but not ridiculous. It's, and it's how such I a, felt. And it's, it's such a wonderful gift to see that kind of connection in the world and the influence and the, you know, these are people that you were connected to and that you inspired on some level and that okay. you ushered through a very difficult time in their development. And even if you didn't do anything other than stand alongside them and hold their hair back when they puked, I mean, you don't have to have any responsibility, culpability for any, in any way. But at the same time, it's like a kid from the neighborhood. It's like, yeah, we hung out and we had connected in a way that we're still, it was a close enough connection. Yeah. That they wanted to get on a Brady Bunch Zoom call with my fucking ass when we haven't talked in X number of because 
they, yeah. you were pivotal in their lives enough to be on the call. And that is the gift. That is the piece of gratitude. And that you can invert that into pride. Fuck yeah. You're going to own yeah, that I hope shit. So, Cause I, I mean, I loved it. What all we tried to do was create a safe space and clearly uh, they all did. They all let their did. freak flag fly. And I'm like, I know things about you, all of you. How different time was in 95 was uh, one story. I'll be super fast because there's tons more shit we want to talk about before we head. But um, they it rained and it rained and it rained. It was like a tough summer. So we had four days of like, now there's a mud pit right in the middle of, of this little village that we lived in, like t- like 20 girls and 20 boys. And it's, so they decided to mud wrestle. Oh. All right. Right. So, uh, oh, <laughs> so, so parents, <laughs> so they decided to mud wrestle and it was fabulous. Girl on girl, boy, on, like it was so great. It was so much fun. And I, we just sat there like, should we stop this? They're like, fuck no. Counselors are next. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm going to go get a drink of water. So anyway, you know, it was not water. Okay. No, no camp. So the bottom line was everybody's showering afterwards, getting clean, blow drying hair, blow. They have pictures they took from the mud and from the cleanup and from like post showery kind of things well you had to develop pictures then and you had to bring oh, them yeah to that. you did oh yeah you did and you don't know what you're going to get until after it happens and you can't do it yourself you got to have a stranger fucking do it and then what what does the stranger do with your pictures make a copy and distribute them to all definitely that definitely friend. makes a copy but in addition to that <laughs> because these were underage <gasps> girls oh fuck he called the police. <laughs> Come on, Eckerd. What the fuck so, are you doing? <laughs> exactly. So, so they get the phone call. Your pictures are ready. My beautiful, amazing camper sends her mom to pick up the pictures. She's not driving. No, 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 honey. No, no. Let me help you. Where were you? Where were you, counselor? I'm home. She brought her pictures uh, home in August. And at the end of August, September, her mom goes to pick up the pictures and the police are waiting there for her. And it was a horror show. And the mother's like, what are you talking about? What picture? I'm like, if this comes back to me, I swear to God. I'm so proud. Yes. I'm just so proud. I am. I am. And now they're, wi- <laughs> and now they're wildly successful. And, Jesus, and- Supreme Court justice today. Exactly. Exactly. They all are. Hey, speaking of these wildly talented creatures, <sighs> there are... Yes. My favorite artists who are giving it away for free. Don't you hate that? Do you love online. it or do you hate? Do you love it or do you hate it? I hate it. Why? Do I you hate, hate it? it. I hate it because it's this idea that you don't. <laughs> I love the generosity. I love yes. the spirit. I love that creativity can't be stopped. It actually is in full bloom. Take it. It's yours. And at the same time, you're a fucking minstrel. You get fucking paid. <laughs> get paid. You have nothing. And you're the first one lining up saying, take some of my nothing. I just, that's the part that burns my ass. Because it's not only, it's not only the pressure and the expectation and the joy that this would naturally happen. How many businesses are giving their shit away? A few. A few, but the expectation is not that. The expectation is, how can we help these businesses? And with the artists is, can I get a free subscription for the month? Can I get, can you do more? You're not doing nothing. What can you do? I don't know. I so, I, I love it. I love it. I love having yeah. access to it. But I also, it's like having somebody do the shopping for me. I, I have a hard time taking the free without giving a little tip out. And I ain't got no money. Well, I don't know what we can do for them. But to quote High School Musical, 
Yes, as we should <laughs> all the time. I <laughs> probably could quote everything in that show. What to quote High School Musical. <laughs> I don't know. You're about to see. To quote High School Musical. You have the been in the are, house too long. <laughs> the artists that are giving it away for free realize that we are all in this together. Oh, and, for God's sake, no. They're in their homes, and Ben Folds, who normally charges as well he should. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ben. Gave away wild joy. Um, I had that on while making chocolate chip banana bread, listening to him pound it out. You heard me. <laughs> yeah, um, we went We went to both of his apartment concerts, uh, the two that he's done. Um, long time, huge Ben Folds fans. But the funniest part about Ben is that uh, – Part of why he's doing this is because, and he even mentioned this on one of his shows, this is the longest it's been his entire adult life. He's never gone for more than nine days without a performance. So this is the longest, this is the longest stretch that he's not had anybody to perform for. So it's almost like he's got to have his fix. Even though there's no audience there, he needed to be able to put something on and put something out there for somebody else because he does work like a crazy fucking ninja. Yeah. He never stops. I don't understand, but I guess now I know because he's catched. He's got to do. But thank God for it because I loved it. It was great. It really was great. Paul Simon did a couple of things. I did. He looked like he was standing in a warehouse closet. What was wrong with him? I don't know. He looked like he was in an insane asylum. Paul Frederick, you got to find somebody to get you a backdrop. A little white box. Yeah. Yeah, he was wearing like a white t-shirt and sad pants against a white thing. It wasn't good. And it was lit with like fluorescent sadness above him. And he was holding a guitar that looked like another human body and scale. The whole thing. I was like, He sounded great. He sounded great. But to be honest, TBH, my love, hasn't he always been hard to look at? He's always been amazing, like butter to listen to, but he's really not a, a joy to watch. I mean, sure, but at the same time, he at least looked like a fucking practicing professional. This time he just looked like some clown who, you know, got kicked out of the subway. I have an S that close your eyes. Picture what I'm about to uh, okay, draw for My you. eyes are closed for no reason. <laughs> so... The time I saw him in concert, I've seen him maybe 30 sometimes in concert. Right. He, he's and in amazing. your dreams. Yes. I worship got it. him. So okay. he's my favorite. So he did a concert with Sting. Yes. So picture Sting on one side of the stage. Because, of course, if you're got it. a concert there's a horse. with somebody. It's got it. Got and, it. He's riding a horse. Got it. And, okay. the, and the fidget standing next to him is Paul Simon. <laughs> right? Okay, so then yeah. they're both wearing like a blazer and a black T-shirt. So Sting takes off his blazer. Oh, he and sure his, does. His yeah. black t-shirt's okay. like painted on him. Like you yeah. can see every muscle. I, I can see it. I can see it. And then it. Paul Simon looks it. over at him. Oh, Paul Simon, get off the stage. <laughs> right. I'm thinking, please I, don't take your blazer off. Please. And he's I know standing it's hot there. Takes his, and he takes his baseball cap off. No, don't do that either. <laughs> he's got that Ron Howard thing where I he needs know to wear the cap. Does. It's not a good. He needs to wear a, the cap. It's not a good pate. No. Um, in quarantine, I'm going to have to tell you, my fat pants are getting tight. <gasps> even a well-timed ding for our poor audio oh my gosh yeah i'm not the only one i i are getting a little tight no i told you i am i have decided i'm not gonna drink as much as i'd like to drink but eating fair game (laughs) as much as i'd like to (laughs) so fuck and you so i'm just eating it and i don't care and i'm not worried about it and i'm super I'm super not worried about it. Like, that is just the way that this shit is going down. I've started taking pictures partly out of irritation over my 
in grades. I've started taking pictures of the meals that I make and I'm rapidly consuming. I, I mean, even tonight, it was just to use up the food that we have. This is the dinner that we're having. So it was a taco dinner. And I swear to you, after I assembled the plate for myself with the homemade guacamole and the homemade Spanish rice and Ooh. black beans and corn, um, fresh corn tacos with seasoned, you know, slivered shaved beef and little radish sliced in there. All wow. of it. Just fucking delicious, right? And so I was like, yeah, this is, this looks pretty good. This almost looks like we could have ordered it. And I was like, I can't believe that there's no salt in this baby, baby. And where's the lime? There's not nearly enough lime in this. Because we had run out of a fucking lime. And so I'm like, mm, okay, I'm going to go in the other room so that I don't actually say any you of the need things to assign them that each. you need to fucking hear. Cause I you need to assign them each a day to make dinner. It is holy week. Well, no, because then I'd have to fucking eat it. So that's the other problem. It's I need somebody who can who can whip it up. That's like when you get sick. You know, nobody takes care of you the way that you take care of other people. And so when you get sick, you're just fucked. And it's the same thing with the food. <laughs> so they whatever. fuck you at the drive. They you're fuck just you fuck. at the drive through. It's the okay. truth. No, but the fat pants getting tight. I, honestly, I gave myself permission and I hereby grant it to all in my domain. Order two sizes up. And fucking call it a day. I don't want to hear about it. Order them now. They're on sale at Old Navy, and they will show up in July because it'll take them that long to fucking deliver to your house. So just go and order the $10 shorts in two sizes larger than you wear now. Get three pairs and and don't care. Three pairs, don't care. And get you some yoga pants, too, because fuck and you. I've even seen some kookamangy bitches cutting up their Lulu Rose to make face masks. Thank you for the eyeballs. Lulu Rose are like, it's like saying, you know, you can make a face mask if you just melt down one of your gold bars. And then you oh can my fashion God. a face mask. I'm like, you're going to cut your fucking Lulu Rose to make a face? I would rather die. It's ridiculous. I'd it's rather nonsense. you do the Lulas than the Lulu Lola Lemon, Lulu Lemon whatever, the, Whatever the fuck, they, the whole thing. I was like, really? And then I saw one today where you could take a sock. And I was like, Ooh. oh, I saw that one today. I love that. Those little tiny socks and do we, the, have, I, we have like a bazillion socks. So I thought, all right, maybe we will live through this. Maybe I saw because you posted it. I'm just trying to say, order you some fat pants and don't look back. You're going to have all the rest of your life to be grateful to be alive with a little extra padding on you. If you feel like this is the great time for you to get powerful and healthy, go for it. And if you're normal <laughs> and if you're normal and you feel like this is a great time for you to drink maybe a little bit less than you think is reasonable, that's okay. That's okay. I do have a friend who's spending her entire quarantine on a Peloton bike and she's lost twenty pounds. And Fantastic. I said, No, no, you didn't lose them. I found them and when you want them back, you L M K. You just really um, I'm, I'll give I'm them right back. So I'm so wildly proud of her. And I am here to tell you that I've gone through all my wine and now I'm only left with the good fucking wine. So I have a quandary, right? I can either buy more wine for everyday consumption, which in this case is like every meal consumption, or I can just switch over to the hard stuff, which is what I've been doing temporarily. I, I say you go for the good wine. I, but it's really, I'm not going to blaze through. I don't know. You have it's, to pretend like early. there's no life after this. It's, it's early. early. We've been here it's a early. month. It's early in quarantine. Yeah, we've been quarantining since May 12th. March. Yeah, May of last year, May of 2018. <laughs> We've been in here since May 20, 2002. 2006. Right. All right, Amy, to close out our show, we had a listener letter that you wanted to share. Yes, we sure did. Oh, my God, you would not believe. So this was sent to us. You need really to also, when you're finished, give me her address as I can then send her a bag. 
I will, I think we can get that from this email. I'll go ahead and take a look. Dear Brilliant Observations. That's us. Just a quick shout out to Melissa from two of your biggest fans. I have fans. Hi. A friend in my book club turned us both on to Brilliant Observations and it's been nothing short of liberating. To hear another Aww. reasonable, loving, intelligent woman make it through to the other side of a less than motherly mother gives us hope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no details. You get the point. Keep up the fun, ladies. We look forward to hearing from you each and every week. Stay safe. Love the bastard children of Lady Macbeth. <laughs> nice, guys. Nice. Um, yeah, so evidently some people who read and have shitty childhoods think you're the bomb diggity dot com. I first want to say thank you and I love you. And that makes up for all the things I'm missing out on from any other relationships <laughs> I might I might have in my life. Look, here's the thing about that relationship. And I've tried to talk about it a little bit less because I have this fear that in quarantine they're going to discover me. So I really need to <laughs> I really need to, you know, clean it up a little, but I do have to say I, I watched an episode of The Big Bang Theory, which is a very weird place to get uh divined information and and to get really enlightenment. And there's a character named Leonard who has a super shitty relationship with his mother. It's it's all the verbal I'm not good enough-y kind of things. And it's all so relatable. Like, it's 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 really a wildly flawed relationship that in certain ways I think many people can relate. But when that show ended, in one of the last episodes, he said to her, and that's also what my therapist said to me, what's the point of confronting? But he did it anyway. And he said, sit down, make yourself comfortable. I'm going to, it's a long list of the things you've done wrong. So she sat down and it was like, well, is it going to start soon? And again, he's Jeez. not even getting, right. He's not even getting to the griping fast enough. Like it's, it's never going to be enough. And then he said, no. And why? Because if I want you, I'm trying to remember what he said. If I want you to accept me for who I am, I need to accept you for who you are. And even if that who you are is not who I want you to be, I mean, that feels like something that I need to come come to Moses, come to Moses moment. That's what Jews say. They don't say come to Jesus moment. They say thank come you, to. Thank you for the clarification. You're welcome. Like, I, I, I think I had that moment and it's it's better now. I'm not going to lie. My brother also helped when he said, I, know, I said to him, I know, lower my expectations. And he said, no, eliminate your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Expect nothing. And anything that happens is fucking amazing. And I thought. That's a really sad way to look at it, but... Well, it's so interesting that you say it. I had a friend of mine just give one of these throwaway lines that clearly took her whole life to come to, but she's, it's just, I've never let it, forgotten it or let it go. I was like, oh, wow, but, that's fantastic. And she just happened to say, you know, my mother is great at a whole lot of things. She's just not good at mothering. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I guess that's okay. It was that, it was sort of that a nice way. That must have way. taken a really long time to come to because you ex you accept limitations. It's like you had one fucking job and you blew right. it. So right. congratulations on your success in other fields. You cunt. I mean, right, one me, job for me. <laughs> right. I don't care what you do in the world. You had one job for me. Yeah. But, but still, no, I just I found I was like, oh, I okay, no, I get it. You're and normally, other me. people. I I can use the phrase, well, they're limited, right? They don't have <laughs> all of the abilities. 
Yeah, you've said that about me a lot, I guess. Right. No. Not, but <laughs> but your parent who made that choice, like I, I have two older brothers. They wanted a daughter pretty badly when like this was this I'm a I'm a choice. I'm a prayed for kind of kid. Mm. <laughs> Never I can't tell you that I felt that way a lot. But I, I mean even when through this podcast, it seems like therapy to share, she threw popcorn on the floor or you would be pretty if, or nothing's ever just what, you know what? This is who you are, but guess what? This is who I am. And I'm able to now talk about it. And I'm able to thank God, reach out to other people who hear it and know maybe that's not normal, typical. As a teacher, you can't say normal. Maybe that's not a typical or goal-centered relationship, but your job is to raise your kids right. I mean, your job is to really turn this around and be like, yo, I, the first time I heard myself say to my kids, it started to come out, what is wrong with you? Which is what I heard a lot growing up and is very damaging. So instead of saying what is wrong with you in those formative years, not they're teenagers, what is wrong with you is fine. Something's definitely wrong with them. But instead of doing that, I would stop myself and say, what is wrong? And I would never finish With that sentence. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I would never finish the sentence. And it's just, it's you being careful to make better choices for you because you're not going to change anyone else. The only person's behavior you can change is your own and how you react to theirs. And if the thought that I even broke through or spoke to somebody with that relationship is magical to me and I absolutely adore you and I thank I thank everything for you so thank you for listening kisses for you (laughs) I love it very I love it dear listener if you want to connect with us the way those amazing book club ladies did um, please feel free to write us brilliant observations at gamail.com I don't know how you say it or listen brilliant on Instagram or Brill Obs Pod Groupies. I'm kind of digging it now, by the way. <laughs> it's grown on also, me. Yeah, you can also find us in 1984 on AltaVista.net if you want to just <laughs> search back through the old time machine. Yeah, InfoSeek. Some of you are. Some of you have time on your hands during this. At CompuServe.com. Prodigy. Remember Prodigy. <laughs> Check but your ask- list. Check your list, serve for, <laughs> or or look for us in the yellow pages, <laughs> where quality not- podcasts go to die. We are yeah. not in the yellow pages. I'm no. a lion. No, 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 no. no. Um, and if you have a problem with the editing, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you'd like to volunteer to do it for us, you can. But otherwise, we love you. We do. I just want to throw one last piece out there. In case it's not abundantly clear, we are coming at you live from the middle in the throes of two different states with differing um, points of contact during the COVID-19 national quarantine in 2020. And this is an incredibly stressful time. We have gone way out of our way to not talk about it on this show purposefully. So it is too much on our minds all the time to bring it up here and now but this is the official we love you keep it up we'll be here for you next time stay safe bye